Hello everyone. Welcome to the final episode of season 1 of Forgotten Books. I am the greedy reader and this is my podcast Forgotten Books where I bring to you books that were favorites once upon a time but which have been lost in the mists of time. These books have fascinated and captivated me when I read them. It was a pleasure for me to bring them back to you. Most of them are great reads even today, although everything about the world has changed from when the books were written. But I guess that's the power of stories, right? Great storytelling never gets outdated. They only become more precious and interesting. So, in today's episode, I thought I would take a very brief look at all the forgotten books that I have brought to you in this season. all 16 of them so be ready for this really whirlwind tour of 16 books so starting with the first episode where i talked about the citadel written by ag cronin the main protagonist of this novel is a young idealistic doctor called andrew manson who starts his career as an assistant to a gp in a small welsh mining village It's a story of medical practices and life in a small village in another era. The 20s in the Welsh valleys and in London. Pre-pencilin days when TB was treated by collapsing a lung. All this makes for very compelling reading. Then Andrew goes through dramatic ups and downs and finally he makes peace with his choices. I had read this novel while I was in school and this first episode brought back so many memories to me and now when I go back and listen to that episode I I sound so different I think I sound very formal and very stilted and uh, I think maybe I have grown a bit over these 16 episodes I hope I have Episode 2 featured one of my all-time favorite books The Far Pavilions by MMK How much I love this novel even today. The Far Pavilions was published in 1978 and it's a big book almost 955 pages almost 1000 pages right our protagonist is Ashton Hillary Akbar Pelham Martin who is affectionately called Ash he's a english child born in india in the mid 1800s and then sent to england to complete his studies ash identifies more with india than england and this is the story of ash and his journey towards the far pavilions and the far pavilions are the himalayas the one place where he wanted to live without being judged where he wanted to live in peace This is a tale of sweeping passions of great color vitality palace intrigues battles all this written on the vast canvas that is india episode 3 featured the classic story of an eternal feud cain and abel by jeffrey archer william cain and abel rusnowski are the main protagonists who are at two ends of the social spectrum and they keep trying to be one step above the other it's a riveting story it's a story of determination of passion of love of revenge of hatred and everything together love story by eric sagal was on episode 4 quote what can you say 
about a 25-year-old girl who died, that she was beautiful and brilliant, that she loved Mozart and Bach and the Beatles and me. Unquote. This is the amazing first sentence of this heart-wrenching novel. The love story of Oliver Bartlett IV, a Harvard student, and Jenny Cavallari, a music student at Radcliffe. This story of love and loss will tug at your heart and it will leave an ache in your mind. From love story, we went on to the revenge saga, Rage of Angels by Sidney Sheldon in the next episode. The story of Jennifer Parker, one of the strongest female protagonists in fiction. She is a lawyer whose life goes off track for no fault of hers. She becomes a pawn in a game played by powerful men. But she pulls herself out and she comes back on her own terms. She's kick-ass, she's strong and yet vulnerable. In the words of Adam Warner, one of the other main protagonists, quote, He remembered her courage and idealism and her vulnerability. She had been on the side of the angels, believing in justice and willing to fight for it. What had gone wrong? Unquote. This is the story of Jennifer Parker's life. Her battles, her victories and her despair. Episode 6 had the classic Day of the Jackal, written by Frederick Forsyth, set in 1962. This is the story of an assassination attempt on the French president, Charles de Gaulle, by an unknown assassin known only by the name Jacol. So Lee Child, in his introduction, in a special commemorative edition of this novel, writes, quote, How a story about events already half-forgotten and with no foundational suspense at all became a year zero, game-changing thriller, one of the most significant of all time and one that still reads better than any of its numerous subsequent imitators. Unquote. The Day of the Jackal is a book that should never be forgotten. When a skilled author writes a brilliant story, it moves on from being merely a novel to becoming a legend. Episode 7 was a slightly long one since it had my most favourite novel, The Power of One by the Australian author Bryce Courtney. You should see my copy of this novel. It's tattered. It's, uh, it's in such sad shape because I kept reading it and I keep going back to it. It's a beautiful story. The coming-of-age tale of P.K., who at age six decides that he wants to be the welterweight champion of the world. Set in South Africa. Uh, this story also deals with apartheid and... Uh, the troubles faced by Africans in South Africa. Brilliant characters, a gripping narrative and a strong writing makes this a masterpiece that I would request each of you to read. This is a line from the book, quote, He had given me the power of one, one idea, one heart, one mind, one plan, one determination. Hoppy had sensed my need to grow. My need to be assured that the world around me had not been specially arranged to bring about my undoing. He gave me a defense system. And with it, he gave me hope. Unquote. So that is The Power of One by Bryce Courtney. I want all of you to go and read it, please.
Episode 8 featured Alistair McLean's The Satan Bug, a quirky thriller about the theft of a deadly virus. And it's vintage Alistair McLean. It's one of his best. In episode 9, I brought you Tim. Tim, written by Colleen McCullough. A heartwarming story of the beautiful, unconventional relationship between Tim and Mary. Tim is a developmentally challenged and physically beautiful man in his 20s. Mary Horton, on the other hand, is a woman in her 40s, fiercely independent, living alone and very happy with her life. It's a sad, gorgeous love story. In the 10th episode, I recited a poem requested by a listener. And this was an episode of gratitude and poetry. 11 was the magnum opus Gone with the Wind, written by Margaret Mitchell. The magnificent story of Scarlett O'Hara, Red Butler, and everything that came between them, including themselves. And the last line of this classic, I'm sure many of you would be knowing this. The last line, quote, tomorrow is another day, unquote. Episodes 12, 13 and 14 were Airport by Arthur Haley, Deceptions by Judith Michael, and the amazing book Shogun by James Clavell. Shogun set in feudal Japan in 1600 is a must read. It's an Englishman's journey of survival in the world of samurais. Episode 15 was again a landmark book, The Man by Irving Wallace. Written in 1964, the novel explores the effects and consequences of the first African-American president taking charge in the U.S. Douglas Dillman, our main protagonist, who is a mild-mannered senator, the token person of color in the cabinet, becomes the president due to a totally unprecedented and unexpected set of circumstances. This novel turned out to be one of the most provoking novels of the time. In fact, this book was burnt in some states because it talked about an African-American becoming a president. And it went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Yay! So, from America in the 60s, in episode 16, I take you directly to Africa. It is Congo, written by Michael Crichton. A fast-paced thriller set in the dense tropical forests of the Congo in the Virunga region. An expedition goes missing and a team goes in search of them. This is pure adrenaline rush, a fast-paced narrative and explosive action. Well, so that was a marathon run through 16 novels, or sorry, I would say 15 novels. Um, So I hope I have evoked some interest in you to read at least some of these books. Please do go to individual episodes if you want to know uh, in detail about each book. And this whole thing, uh, Forgotten Books, this whole journey of Forgotten Books, the season one has been a beautiful one for me, a very interesting and fun journey for me. And I want to get back with season two in a month's time with a new format, new features. I want to add on some features, uh, but the main content would definitely be a forgotten book. And if there's anything that you would like me to talk about or you would like me to incorporate in my podcast, please message me on Instagram where I am the greedy reader or you can message me on my website www.thegreedyreader.com 
or message me on my YouTube channel, The Greedy Reader. I am recording this at night and it feels like there's nothing other than my voice and the light in a few windows in the building across the street. I feel so closer to all of you right now. I feel I'm talking directly to you. Please do feel free to write to me about anything you want me to talk about. You, my gorgeous listeners, are the only reason I keep coming back. Even when various issues were creating roadblocks in my life. So stay with me. Stay with me, my lovely people. And we will talk about books. We will converse about books and anything to do with books. We will go into new worlds created by brilliant authors. We will venture into the minds of characters. We will venture into the minds of authors. And maybe, maybe in this process, we will learn something about ourselves. You guys take care. Read more. Be kind to others and also to yourself. Here's me, the greedy reader, wishing you an amazing weekend. I will be back with season 2 of Forgotten Books in another month's time. You guys have fun. Bye-bye.